Today on Commuter Bible, Zion's king is coming, humble and riding on a donkey. It's Zechariah chapters 9 through 11 and Isaiah chapters 57 through 58. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible podcast to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. Zechariah prophesies that judgment is coming for Zion's enemies. But in a surprising reversal after their punishment, God will call them to be a part of his people as a remnant. Later, Zion is called to rejoice, for their king is coming. He is described as being victorious, righteous, and humble all at once, even riding a donkey instead of a mule, as was customary for kings. The Lord promises to restore his people and defend them from their enemies. Finally, Zechariah takes on the role of a shepherd of those sheep who were raised for the purpose of being slaughtered as a symbolic parallel, for the shepherds had not cared for them. They only used them for personal gain. Zechariah, chapters 9 through 11. A pronouncement. The word of the Lord is against the land of Hadrach, and Damascus is his resting place. For the eyes of humanity and all the tribes of Israel are on the Lord, and also against Hamath, which borders it, as well as Tyre and Sidon, though they are very shrewd. Tyre has built herself a fortress. She has heaped up silver like dust and gold like the dirt of the streets. Listen, the Lord will impoverish her and cast her wealth into the sea. She herself will be consumed by fire. Ashkelon will see it and be afraid. Gaza too and will writhe in great pain, as will Ekron, for her hope will fail. There will cease to be a king in Gaza, and Ashkelon will become uninhabited. A mongrel people will live in Ashdod, and I will destroy the pride of the Philistines. I will remove the blood from their mouths and the abhorrent things from between their teeth. Then they too will become a remnant for our God, and they will become like a clan in Judah and Ekron like the Jebusites. I will encamp at my house as a guard against those who march back and forth, and no oppressor will march against them again. For now I have seen with my own eyes. Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout in triumph, daughter Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The bow of war will be removed, and he will proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion will extend from sea to sea, from the Euphrates River to the ends of the earth. As for you, because of the blood of your covenant, I will release your prisoners from the waterless cistern. Return to a stronghold, you prisoners who have hope. For today, I declare that I will restore double to you. For I will bend Judah as my bow, 
I will fill that bow with Ephraim. I will rouse your sons, Zion, against your sons, Greece. I will make you like a warrior's sword. Then the Lord will appear over them, and his arrow will fly like lightning. The Lord God will sound the ram's horn and advance with the southern storms. The Lord of armies will defend them. They will consume and conquer with sling stones. They will drink and be rowdy as if with wine. They will be as full as the sprinkling basin, like those at the corners of the altar. The Lord their God will save them on that day as the flock of his people. For they are like jewels in a crown, sparkling over his land. How lovely and beautiful! Grain will make the young men flourish, and new wine the young women. Ask the Lord for rain in the season of spring rain. The Lord makes the rain clouds, and he will give them showers of rain and crops in the field for everyone. For the idols speak falsehood, and the diviners see illusions. They relate empty dreams and offer empty comfort. Therefore the people wander like sheep. They suffer affliction because there is no shepherd. My anger burns against the shepherds, so I will punish the leaders. For the Lord of armies has tended his flock, the house of Judah. He will make them like his majestic steed in battle. The cornerstone, the tent peg, the battle bow, and every ruler, all will go out from him together. They will be like warriors in battle, trampling down the mud of the streets. They will fight because the Lord is with them, and they will put horsemen to shame. I will strengthen the house of Judah and deliver the house of Joseph. I will restore them because I have compassion on them, and they will be as though I had never rejected them. For I am the Lord their God, and I will answer them. Ephraim will be like a warrior, and their hearts will be as glad as if with wine. Their children will see it and be glad. Their hearts will rejoice in the Lord. I will whistle and gather them because I have redeemed them. They will be as numerous as they once were. Though I sow them among the nations, they will remember me in the distant lands. They and their children will live and return. I will bring them back from the land of Egypt and gather them from Assyria. I will bring them to the land of Gilead and to Lebanon, but it will not be enough for them. The Lord will pass through the sea of distress and strike the waves of the sea. All the depths of the Nile will dry up. The pride of Assyria will be brought down and the scepter of Egypt will come to an end. I will strengthen them in the Lord, and they will march in his name. This is the Lord's declaration.
Open your gates, Lebanon, and fire will consume your cedars. Wail, Cyprus, for the cedar has fallen. The glorious trees are destroyed. Wail, oaks of Bashan, for the stately forest has fallen. Listen to the wail of the shepherds, for their glory is destroyed. Listen to the roar of young lions, for the thickets of the Jordan are destroyed. The Lord my God says this, Shepherd the flock intended for slaughter. Those who buy them slaughter them, but are not punished. Those who sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, because I have become rich. Even their own shepherds have no compassion for them. Indeed, I will no longer have compassion on the inhabitants of the land. This is the Lord's declaration. Instead, I will turn everyone over to his neighbor and his king. They will devastate the land, and I will not rescue it from their hand. So I shepherded the flock intended for slaughter, the oppressed of the flock. I took two staffs, calling one favor and the other union, and I shepherded the flock. In one month, I got rid of three shepherds. I became impatient with them, and they also detested me. Then I said, I will no longer shepherd you. Let what is dying die, and let what is perishing perish. Let the rest devour each other's flesh. Next I took my staff called Favor, and cut it in two, annulling the covenant I had made with all the peoples. It was annulled on that day. And so the oppressed of the flock who were watching me knew that it was the word of the Lord. Then I said to them, If it seems right to you, give me my wages. But if not, keep them. So they weighed my wages, thirty pieces of silver. Throw it to the potter, the Lord said to me. This magnificent price I was valued by them. So I took the thirty pieces of silver and threw it into the house of the Lord, to the potter. Then I cut into my second staff, Union, annulling the brotherhood between Judah and Israel. The Lord also said to me, Take the equipment of a foolish shepherd. I am about to raise up a shepherd in the land who will not care for those who are perishing and will not seek the lost or heal the broken. He will not sustain the healthy, but he will devour the flesh of the fat sheep and tear off their hooves. Woe to the worthless shepherd who deserts the flock! May a sword strike his arm and his right eye. May his arm wither away and his right eye go completely blind. Isaiah chapters 57 through 58. 
the righteous person perishes, and no one takes it to heart. The faithful are taken away, with no one realizing that the righteous person is taken away because of evil. He will enter into peace. They will rest on their beds. Everyone who lives uprightly. But come here, you witches' sons, offspring of an adulterer and a prostitute. Who are you mocking? Who are you opening your mouth and sticking out your tongue at? Isn't it you, you rebellious children, you offspring of liars who burn with lust among the oaks under every green tree, who slaughter children in the wadis below the clefts of the rocks? Your portion is among the smooth stones of the wadi. Indeed, they are your lot. You have even poured out a drink offering to them. You have offered a grain offering. Should I be satisfied with these? You have placed your bed on a high and lofty mountain. You also went up there to offer sacrifice. You have set up your memorial behind the door and doorpost. For away from me you stripped, went up, and made your bed wide. And you have made a bargain for yourself with them. You have loved their bed. You have gazed on their genitals. You went to the king with oil and multiplied your perfumes. You sent your envoys far away and sent them down even to Sheol. You became weary on your many journeys, but you did not say, It's hopeless. You found a renewal of your strength, therefore you did not grow weak. Who was it you dreaded and feared, so that you lied and didn't remember me or take it to heart? I have kept silent for a long time, haven't I? So you do not fear me. I will announce your righteousness and your works. They will not profit you. When you cry out, let your collection of idols rescue you. The wind will carry all of them off. A breath will take them away. But whoever takes refuge in me will inherit the land and possess my holy mountain. He said, Build it up, build it up, prepare the way. Remove every obstacle from my people's way. For the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is Holy, says this, I live in a high and holy place, and with the oppressed and lowly of spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly and revive the heart of the oppressed. For I will not accuse you forever, and I will not always be angry. For then the spirit would grow weak before me, even the breath which I have made. Because of his sinful greed, I was angry, so I struck him. I was angry and hid. But he went on turning back to the desires of his heart. I have seen his ways. 
but I will heal him. I will lead him and restore comfort to him and his mourners, creating words of praise. The Lord says, Peace, peace to the one who is far or near, and I will heal him. But the wicked are like the storm-tossed sea, for it cannot be still, and its water churns up mire and muck. There is no peace for the wicked, says my God. Cry out loudly. Don't hold back. Raise your voice like a ram's horn. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. They seek me day after day and delight to know my ways like a nation that does what is right and does not abandon the justice of their God. They ask me for righteous judgments. They delight in the nearness of God. Why have we fasted, but you have not seen? We have denied ourselves, but you haven't noticed. Look, you do as you please on the day of your fast, and oppress all your workers. You fast with contention and strife, to strike viciously with your fist. You cannot fast as you do today, hoping to make your voice heard on high. Will the fast I choose be like this? A day for a person to deny himself, to bow his head like a reed, and to spread out sackcloth and ashes. Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Isn't this the fast I choose? To break the chains of wickedness? to untie the ropes of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and to tear off every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, to bring the poor and homeless into your house, to clothe the naked when you see him, and not to ignore your own flesh and blood? Then your light will appear like the dawn, and your recovery will come quickly. Your righteousness will go before you, and the Lord's glory will be your rear guard. At that time, when you call, the Lord will answer. When you cry out, He will say, Here I am. If you get rid of the yoke among you, the finger-pointing and malicious speaking, and if you offer yourself to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted one, then your light will shine in the darkness, and your night will be like noonday. The Lord will always lead you, satisfy you in a parched land, and strengthen your bones. You will be like a watered garden, and like a spring whose water never runs dry. Some of you will rebuild the ancient ruins, you will restore the foundations laid long ago. You will be called the repairer of broken walls, the restorer of streets where people live. If you keep from desecrating the Sabbath, 
from doing whatever you want on my holy day? If you call the Sabbath a delight and the holy day of the Lord honorable? If you honor it, not going your own ways, seeking your own pleasure, or talking business, then you will delight in the Lord. And I will make you ride over the heights of the land and let you enjoy the heritage of your father Jacob. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The goal of Commuter Bible is to make the entirety of the Bible more accessible to people on the go. In a world where so many opinions, voices, and personalities call for our attention and demand that we listen, we need the objective truth of God's Word to shape our understanding and worldview. There is no better tool for discerning the difference between truth and falsehood than the Bible itself. Tell a friend about Commuter Bible and let's get more scripture in more places so that more people can get more of God's Word. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night.